Your greatest moment in life, defining moment in life, is before you. You are, you are not finished. You're not finished. You just begun. It's not over until God says it's over. So don't be lukewarm, double-minded, and looking back. Get all excited because everything is, everything is on time. Everything is on time. You hear me? Everything is on time. He will make all things work for the good of them that love God. He will turn your ashes of a failure, of a disappointment, of a disillusionment, and turn it into something beautiful. Something beautiful. I said, He's going to give you beauty for ashes. So we, we are just so blessed. There is nothing to, to, to be anxious about. You just walk in the Spirit and you do it all right. With Dr. Robert Mawiri, your and my pastor, prophet, last day's teacher, we're excited to have you here. Greet the people and open us in a word of prayer, Dr. Mawiri. Thank you for watching. Please, if you're blessed and you really enjoyed, can you just put thumbs up for us? I want to pray for you because God loves you. Mm. Father God, I pray that everyone watching will be touched, will be changed into your likeness, that the peace of God will rest upon all those chosen, mm. not frozen, the chosen oh. of the yes, Father, yes. that they, 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 the hand of the Lord will rest upon them and guide and lead them, Father. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen and amen. That last uh, series that we did on the two witnesses was powerful. We've had a lot, a lot of comments come in on that. Even in that, some of the comments and questions. And by the way, we're live today. So you can send in your comments. Just try to keep them on topic about the wrath. If you've got other stuff, we'll try to answer that later. Some of those comments and questions came in still. People are, are misinformed, don't understand about the fact that we could be in the tribulation period because they talk about 1 Thessalonians 5.9 and they don't understand the fact that the Bible clearly indicates two wraths. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Two wraths, a wrath of the dragon, a wrath of the lamb, a wrath of God. Take us to the scripture and start to unpack this force and explain it, Dr. Morey. If you're listening and you've been confused over the issue of pre-trib rapture and post-trib pre-wrath rapture, uh, this uh, time, it is my prayer that you really would get an understanding because the issues that we're going to discuss will impact your life, your family, um, the people that you love, because we are actually at the beginning, in the very beginning of the wrath of the dragon. Mm. We are here now in this time that we need to understand, is this the wrath of God or is this the wrath of the dragon? Because the whole pre-trib teaching is based upon the misunderstanding 
on this one yes, issue. That's this right. is the critical issue, the most important issue, the defining issue in the body of Christ. Is the great tribulation the wrath of God or the wrath of the dragon? Mm. This is why the church is divided. But the answer to this problem is not in what my pastor tells me, uh, what they teach at our church. It's what the Bible says. That's why we need to be going back to Scripture, Scripture interpreting Scripture, amen, so amen. that we will not follow the teachings of me, not my teachings, but it is written, it is written. That's why I want you to begin by reading from Scripture regarding the wrath. Okay. 1 Thessalonians 5, 9. For God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, the majority of the body of Christ, I'm talking about the evangelical, mm -hmm. they believe that we're not appointed unto wrath. The scripture says we're not appointed Amen. unto wrath. That's what it says. It says here, it is written, we're not appointed unto wrath. Therefore, we cannot go through the great tribulation because that is the wrath of God and we are not appointed unto wrath. Mm. So therefore, the church will be raptured to meet the Lord in the air just before the Antichrist, the new world order, and the false prophet take over and begin to persecute the believers. So they tell you that the believers in Yeshua, the born again children of God, will not go through the great tribulation that the church is going to be gone to meet the Lord in the air. Okay, i got to stop you right there because you got to clear this up for us. Because a big misnomer to people is the great tribulation is the last three and a half years and the tribulation is the first three and a half years. Tribulation first, then great. First clear that up that that is not. You can't put a time period on the great tribulation. All right, okay. That's very important. The tribulation, the Bible, the Jesus speaking, is the beginning of sorrows. That's Matthew 24, 29. The right. tribulation the of those days. The, the, that is the, 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 uh, the period we are in is the beginning of sorrows. The beginning, which is the tribulation, which is going to grow into the great tribulation. Yes, okay. So we are in the tribulation days, beginning... With the signing of the Abrahamic Accord, mm. the beginning of the 70th week of Daniel, we who are alive right now listening to this program, we are right in the beginning of sorrows, uh -huh. and the beginning of sorrows equal the beginning of the wrath of the dragon. Now, let's be very clear here that the church is confused. That's why they are saying, oh, these things are happening, but they are not the end of the world mm -hmm. because the church is still here. Mm -hmm. Will the church be here when the great tribulation takes place? Mm -hmm. The answer is yes. Come on. Will the church be here at the beginning of sorrows? The answer is yes, because mm -hmm. we are already in it. In, in it. We are already <laughs> in the beginning of sorrows mm -hmm. with the COVID-19 pandemic, with the lockdowns. Uh, with the wars, with the rumors of wars. You said there are 13 wars being fought right now yes. around the world. Mm -hmm. It says nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, mm -hmm. ruler, against ruler, ruler against ruler. It's happening right now. So we are in 
the beginning of sorrows and the beginning of the great tribulation. Mm -hmm. Now you, you said, wait, wait, wait a minute. There's always been wars. There always have been pandemics. Mm. All these things has already happened before we, we, we go through history, and these things have been happening. So what makes you say this particular mm -hmm. pandemic is part of the, the beginning of sorrows and the beginning of the Great Tribulation? What makes you say that the war that we're watching in Ukraine is part of the beginning of the Tribulation and the death of two billion people as it goes nuclear. Mm -hmm. What makes you say that? Well, I want to make clear to you that the Bible gives us a timeline. Mm -hmm. We know it not because it's happening. We know it because the Bible amen told us amen. this will be the time, the 70th week of Daniel. How do you calculate the 70th week of Daniel? He said there'll be a second decree to restore Jerusalem after AD 70 when Jerusalem was destroyed by Titus, mm -hmm. the Jews scattered among the nations. Mm -hmm. And he said there will be a decree to restore Jerusalem because Jesus said no stone will be left upon another. Mm -hmm. And that happened. Literally, Jerusalem was plowed in 135 AD by Emperor Hadrian. No stone was left upon another. Totally destroyed by Titus and by Hadrian and the Jews scattered among the nations. Then God says this Jerusalem that no stone will be left upon another will be built again mm -hmm. and there will be another decree to build that, and that decree was made in 1536. And the Jerusalem you see when you watch uh, the, 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 the videos on, on Jerusalem and the Dome of the Rock, that wall was built by Sulemban in 1536 to mark the beginning of the 70 Shemitahs, Daniel 9, 24. That means 70 times 7, which is 490 years. And now we are in the final Shemitah, the final week. Mm -hmm. That is why we, we can know. say to you, this is that. Amen, because amen. we have the timeline. It's given in scripture. It's clear. It's not ambiguous. So we know that we know that we know because God always does everything at the set time, the appointed time. So now we are at the appointed time for the beginning of sorrows. Now the church will tell you, it cannot be. Because what we are watching first coming is the wrath is coming and it's the wrath of God. So we won't be here. We'll be raptured out mm -hmm. before the 70th week of Daniel. Well, we are in the 70th week of Daniel. <laughs> and we won't be here for the great tribulation. We'll be raptured out because the tribulation is the wrath of God. Amen. Because right now you read me. Let's read it again to the people because it's so important scripture. 1 Thessalonians 5, 9 again yes. says, God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. So how can I say that the church will be here during the Great Tribulation? Because the church is not appointed unto wrath. So that what I'm saying cannot be true. The reason is people are confused the between wrath. the wrath of God yes. and the wrath of the dragon. Well, there are two wrath. The wrath of the dragon comes first, then the wrath of God. And the Bible is clear. But 
pastors, you said evangelical, you said the majority of the church right. doesn't even speak about a wrath of the dragon. Does the Bible say that there's a wrath of the dragon? This is where we need to begin right now. We, we, we need to look at what scripture says in the book of Revelation chapter 12, verse 12, because this is the heart of the confusion that's going to lead the majority of the people of God to take the number of the beast, mm -hmm. because they've been told this is the wrath of God when it's the wrath of the dragon that comes first. We are not appointed unto the wrath of God. And the wrath of God comes after the wrath of the dragon amen is come first. Amen. The 70th week of Daniel is the wrath of the dragon. Okay. The 70th week of Daniel is the wrath of the dragon. The wrath of the dragon comes first. And we're going to read scripture that shows you that the wrath of the dragon is the great tribulation. Okay. And the church will be here through the great tribulation because it's not the wrath of God. This is the wrath of the dragon. Two distinct wrath. Wrath of God, wrath of the dragon. We are not here for the wrath of God, which comes after the wrath of the dragon. This is clear scripture. God's not the author of confusion. The church will be here to go through the great tribulation because the great tribulation is the wrath of the dragon. Let's I read want it. you to read that right now so that people could be clear on this. I'm going to read two different verses in Revelation 12. First, Revelation 12, 12. Therefore rejoice, you heavens who dwell in them. But woe to the earth and the sea, because the devil has gone down to you. He is filled with fury, because he knows that his time is short. And then finally, the same chapter, verse 17. Then the dragon was enraged at the woman and went off to make war against the rest of her offspring. Those who obey God's commandments and hold to the testimony of Jesus sounds like the dragon is on a wrath war pit. I'm talking about he, he knows his time is short. So the first thing he's going to do is going to go after the woman that is Israel. Mm-hmm. Number two, he's going to go after those with the testimony of Jesus. The that Gentile, means the church the is church. here. It, the devil is angry at the Jewish people for bringing the Torah, the Tanakh, mm. and Jesus. Salvation is of the Jews. That's why the devil won't forgive the Jews for giving us inerrant, unadulterated scriptures. The devil does not... Like the Jews, because Jesus was born in Israel of the house of David. So the devil is angry at the Jewish people for bringing the Messiah to the world. That's why he's going to go after the Jewish people. And then he's going to go after those who have the testimony of Jesus. That is the church. What is this wrath? The wrath of the dragon mm. against Israel and against the saints. Mm. The church, the people of God, they are here. You couldn't go after them when they're gone. They're here. And Jesus said immediately after the tribulation of those days. Exactly. That's when the rapture takes place. Mm -hmm. Immediately after the tribulation mm -hmm. of those days. Mm -hmm. Why? Because the church is here going through the wrath of the dragon. Jesus watching over them. Jesus protecting them. Jesus preserving them. And waiting for the end of the wrath of the dragon to take the church home. So the dragon's wrath is what is confusing the people of God. Mm -hmm. They're being told, oh, the, the great tribulation is the wrath of God. So we won't be here. No. It's not the wrath of the 
of God because the Bible says the wrath of the dragon. Mm -hmm. he, he was angry. He goes after Israel. He goes after the church. That's why we're in the days when you need to hold on to the truth because the, this critical truth, because the church believes the wrath of the dragon is the wrath of God, the church will be prepared to take the number of the beast yes. and worship the beast That's because right. they are under a delusion, a deception that this, this is not the wrath of of, of, this is not the wrath of God because they think it's the wrath of God mm -hmm. because they don't understand this is the wrath of the dragon and that the church is here and the church is to stand up to the, uh, to the Antichrist to stand up for the truth and speak out the truth and be willing to lay down their lives during this period that the church will be here. Okay. When did the wrath of the dragon start? The wrath of the dragon began by the pale horse. Revelation 6, 6 and 7. You're talking about the fourth seal, the pale the, the horse. The fourth seal. Okay. The fourth seal was, re, was opened and the pale horse, which is pandemic, mm -hmm. wars, mm -hmm. and rumors of wars. Mm -hmm. That was the beginning. So we are now in the beginning and the church does not understand this critical truth that we are in the 70th week of Daniel, and that the 70th week of Daniel, the church will be here to face the, the wrath of the dragon, to overcome the dragon, and mm -hmm, then mm -hmm. immediately after the great tribulation, the trumpet will sound, the dead in Christ will be raised, Hallelujah. we who are alive will be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. And this, then the wrath of God. Then the God. wrath of God will come. And we won't be here. And we won't be here for like that. Just like it says in 1 Thessalonians 5, 9. Exactly. So at that point, when the wrath of God is being poured, which we're going to show you from Scripture, we won't be here because we are not the object of His wrath. Amen. We are the object of the wrath of the dragon. And the church is being deceived to take the number of the beast mm -hmm. by being told that the great tribulation is the wrath of God. Mm -hmm. That's how the devil has tricked the church so as to be willing to yield to the Antichrist beast system and be, uh, you know, marked with the 666. This is the time when it's going to happen during the wrath of the dragon and the church being confused over that is leading to the great falling away, the apostasy mm. of the church yes, in this period, right. in this season, because the church is under a delusion, a false teaching of pre-trib rapture, which was not known mm. to the church until 1830. Amen. The, Jesus was a post-trib, pre-wrath, rapture preacher. Pre-wrath of God. Right. Preacher, yes. Exactly. And the apostles were exactly yes. pre-wrath of God, rapture. Mm -hmm. Post-trib, pre-wrath of God, rapture. So all through the centuries until 1830, when some woman <laughs> in Scotland had mm. a dream. Mm. So this is a woman's dream that has no biblical basis. There's no scripture that mm -hmm. says the great tribulation is the wrath of God. There's not one scripture. None. None. The Bible says right here, it is the wrath of the dragon. Mm. He goes after Israel and the seed of the woman, which is the church mm -hmm. with the testimony of Jesus. And Jesus himself says, immediately after the tribulation of those days, in Matthew 24, verse 29 to 31, he describes when the raptures take place. But because of the, this simple confusion of equating 
the wrath of the dragon with the wrath of God mm -hmm. is what has deceived the people mm -hmm. of God. Mm -hmm. And that's why it is important for us to read about the wrath of God okay. now right. and the difference. Now, we, this scripture has established one thing, that the great tribulation is the wrath of the dragon. Mm -hmm. What is the great tribulation? The wrath of the dragon. Mm -hmm. That's what scripture says. It is written right here. You heard it. You read it. You, you look at scripture yourself and see what the scripture says because can, it's can important. Can I interject? Yes. Go ask the Holy Spirit if this is truth. The Holy Spirit will speak to you just like he spoke to us. Don't take our word for it. Go ask the Holy Spirit if it's truth. You know, I can't see the Holy Spirit contradicting scripture. Because the Holy Spirit is the one that wrote the scripture. Amen. It's God breathed. It was breathed by God, by the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit himself says, it is the wrath amen, of the dragon. Amen. amen. Now he's going to tell us about the wrath of God okay. when it comes from the scripture. This is the biblical sequence of events. All right. Let's look at Revelation 6. I'm going to read 16 and 17. By the way, Revelation 6 is, this part that I'm reading, is the sixth seal. The sixth seal. What happens during the sixth seal? And it says in verses 16 and 17, They called to the mountains and the rocks, Fall on us and hide us from him who sits on the throne, and the what? Wrath of the Lamb. The wrath of God. For that great day of their wrath has finally come, and who can stand? It says the same thing over in Revelation 14. Let me read this. Revelation 14 verse 19 says this. Uh, 1419, then the angel swung his sickle on the earth, gathered its grapes, and threw them into the great winepress of God's wrath. We see that there is a wrath of God, but there's another wrath that we're experiencing now, and that wrath of God is a much shorter time period. Exactly. It is very clear here. The wrath of God, the wrath of the Lamb, comes immediately after the tribulation of those days, mm -hmm. after the church has been taken Hallelujah. out. Hallelujah, taken away, yes. That is post-trib, pre-wrath, rapture. Mm -hmm. He takes the church out. Now he pauses judgment on the dragon, on the wicked, mm -hmm. and they're crying out, saying, now the wrath of the Lamb has come. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Immediately after the great tribulation. That's when that comes. Now, if you get confused on that, you'll be carried away into receiving the number of the beast and spending eternity in the lake of fire. Mm. That's why this issue is a critical issue because your eternity depends upon your understanding of the sequence of events regarding the end of days. Let me summarize that for the people yeah. here. What he is saying is, if you believe in what the majority of the church teaches, that we will not be here during the wrath, during the tribulation period, then it's easy to say, well, you can take any mark, you can take any injection, you can do anything you want, because God's not going to have us here, and many people will then take the mark of the beast. And if you take it, you can't go to Jesus later on and say, no. well, wait a minute, my pastor told me I wouldn't be here at, at King's X. Stop it all. That won't work. No, because we have scripture. Scripture is the only final authority. And we're basing everything on the, it is written. Mm. Final authority. Please, my brother, please, let's read those scriptures again regarding right here, Revelation 
tells us 6, 16 and 17 and Revelation 14, 19 to make it clear, to be clear. Two scriptures, the interpreting scripture from Jesus in Matthew 20, 24, verse 29, mm. immediately after the tribulation, because the tribulation is the wrath of the dragon. Mm -hmm. After that, the church is taken out. Amen. And this then comes the wrath of the dragon. Let's read that again to make clear the wrath of God differs from the wrath of the dragon. Revelation 6, 16 and 17. They called to the mountains and the rocks saying, mm -hmm. follow us. Hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and the wrath of the Lamb. For that great day of their wrath has come and who can stand it? And finally, Revelation 14, 19, the angel swung his sickle on the earth, gathered his grapes and threw them into the great winepress of God's wrath. Now hear me. Hear me clearly. This is the wrath of God immediately after the great tribulation. The nations of the world are crying out. The kings of the earth are crying out because they're saying the wrath of God has now come mm -hmm. after the wrath of the dragon. And they are speaking to rocks and to, to, to cover them because of what about to happen because the, now the wrath of God has come immediately after the tribulation. You say, wait, wait, wait a minute. It could be any time. Now I'm going to answer that question. Come on. I want you to listen carefully to Jesus speaking himself, Matthew 24, <laughs> verse 29, and find out whether he's talking about the kings of the earth trembling before him as he comes. So we are given the specific period mm -hmm. when this takes place. The wrath of God immediately after the tribulation of those days. Mm -hmm. It's clear from Jesus, from Revelation, throughout scripture. Read that for me, please. Matthew 24, 29 through 31. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give us light, the stars will fall from the sky, and the heavenly bodies will be shaken. Verse 30. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, stop right there. You look at this description of what's happening. It's the same description <laughs> in the book of Revelation. Exactly. Immediately after the tribulation. The stars will fall from heaven. Mm. The sun will be darkened. Mm. Now, when, does, when does that take place? Immediately after the tribulation. Amen. What is it? The wrath of God. Amen. Not the wrath of the dragon. The wrath of God has begun immediately after the tribulation. Then let's keep reading. Verse uh, 30. At that time, the Son of Man will appear in the sky. What time? At that at, time. At that time. What is all going on? After the wrath of the dragon. Exactly. At that time, the Son of Man will appear in the sky, and all the nations of the earth will mourn. They'll see him, the Son of Man, coming on the clouds with power and great glory. By the way, he comes in the clouds. That's got to be the rapture, not the second coming. I heard somebody say the other day, he's talking about, he comes back to the earth in Zechariah and puts his feet on the earth. Amen. Talk. Wait, 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 wait a minute. He comes in the cloud. What is the cloud? The cloud of witness witnesses that he took with him. When he went to heaven, they saw the cloud Hallelujah. going out. That same cloud is going to bring him back. In other words, he is bringing the saints that are gone with him. He's coming back with the saints to call the saints that are still on the earth to meet him in the air. The, the resurrection of those who are in Christ, Amen. who died, who are in Christ. It is about the, 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 the dispensation of grace. Mm -hmm. the, the saints will be raised up. And we were alive, be caught up to meet the Lord in the air at the end of the great tribulation, mm -hmm. the wrath of the dragon. And now the wrath of God begins. The stars begin to fall from heaven. 
the sun is darkened, the moon turns into blood, and the sign of the Son of Man appears in heaven, and then what happens? And he will send his angels with a loud trumpet call. They'll gather his elect from the four winds, from one end of the heavens to the other. What do they do at that time? <laughs> the trumpet will sound, and he'll gather the saints from the four corners of the earth. Take them away. He's going to take them away. This is the post-trib, mm -hmm. pre-wrath rapture of the church mm -hmm. to meet the Lord in the air. Yes, Victorious Lord. and triumphant. That comes immediately after the tribulation of those days. Mm -hmm. Now, there are people teaching people that, no, it's going to happen before the tribulation. The church will be gone. No, the church is here. The Bible is clear. Jesus is the, not a liar. There is no scripture that says that. So your life is on the line. Your future is on the line because it's what you believe. The deception to get you to take the number of the beast, the deception to, 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 to think, oh, I'm not going to be here. You're going to be here. The Bible says you're going to be here. The Bible says he'll protect you. He'll, he'll provide for you. And... Revelation chapter 3, verse 10. I'll keep you away, not take you away. That means I'll protect you, I'll provide for you. The overcomers will be triumphant. The overcomers will be covered and protected, and they'll be victorious. But the problem is what you believe will determine what you do. I've got a question for you. You just mentioned Revelation 3.10. Does this misunderstanding of a wrath of a dragon and a wrath of the, uh, of the Lamb of God... Does this cause people to misinterpret Revelation 3.10? Exactly. Because they would interpret Revelation 3.10. You want to go to it? I'm, I'm getting there. Uh, I, I think you should. Revelation 3.10. Mm -hmm. I know it by heart, but I yeah, want yeah. people to see it's, me reading yeah, it from the It Is yeah, Written. Could, clearly, we, the Lord makes it clear. Since you have kept my command, to endure patiently, I will also keep you from the hour of trial that is going to come upon the whole world to test those who live on the earth. Now, that's what Scripture says. It says, I will keep you away. Not take you away, but I'll keep you away. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That is the preservation of the overcomers during the Great Tribulation. Mm -hmm. He is going to protect them as it was in the days of Noah, right here on earth. Just like what happened to the children of Israel in Goshen, protected by the hand of God. Until the end of the great tribulation, when the trumpet will sound and the dead in Christ will be raised first, and we who are alive will be caught up to meet the Lord in the air immediately after the mm -hmm. devil's tribulation mm -hmm. of the people of God, the mm -hmm. dragon. Finish out Revelation 3.10 there because I've heard you talk yeah. about the last part of it. To test those who live upon the earth. Now, talk about that again. God's going to keep the overcomers from the testing, from the test that's coming, the great tribulation that's coming. Because the great tribulation is God's final ex expression of his love, of his grace, he is reaching out to those who are born again, but not sanctified. They're living in sin. Their names are written in the book of life because they accepted Jesus as Savior. And now they, they realize that the devil wants them to take the number of the beast, 
and they remember what they learned at Sunday school, not to take that number of the beast, and they say no. And they are beheaded. In other words, the fire of the great tribulation is for the purification of the born again and not sanctified. Okay. You say, where is that? Where is that preacher? Stop right there. Mm. We're saved by grace. And what are you talking about? Mm. Well, I'll give you scripture. Without holiness, no man will see God. No God, man will see God. They're saved, but they're not holy and they cannot see God. So God puts them through the fire of cleansing to purify them. You, Daniel tells us clearly, Daniel chapter 11, verse 32 and 33, he mm -hmm. talks about the overcomers and he talks about the, the purification of the saints, meaning those who are compromised so that they can be ready for the wedding feast of the Lamb. Because without holiness, they cannot see God. And the child that God loves, he disciplines. So this is the discipline of the Lord. And in the book of Isaiah, it clearly tells us that the Antichrist is the rod of his indignation mm -hmm. to punish the rebellious children in order to bring them into conformity and bring them into the place of holiness so they can come to the party, the waiting feast of the Lamb, without spot, without wrinkle. So God is giving the compromise, carnal church, a second opportunity, but those who are holy, walking with God, in peace, with the joy, with, you know, with the love of the Father, they don't have to go through the fire of cleansing. That means they'll be preserved. Let me read that, Daniel eleven thirty-five. It is clear. 30, you, you 33 said, and 32, uh, 33, 32 you, and 33. You start, okay, yeah. so 33. Those who are wise will instruct many for a time and will fall by the sword or be uh -huh. burned or captured or plundered. When they fall, they will receive a little help and many who are not sincere will join them. Here it is, verse 35. Some of the wise will stumble so they may be refined and purified and made spotless until the end. That's it. What is the great tribulation? It is God who allows the Antichrist to discipline and to purify the compromised carnal believers. Because without holiness, they cannot see God. Now they are being cleansed so they can go to the party with the rest of the overcomers. Mm. None will be lost. He loves his children, but the child that he loves, he disciplines. He's not mm -hmm. going to take them as mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Without holiness, they cannot come to the party. So they are going to go through the fire of cleansing. And those who are overcomers will be waiting. This is what Jesus said. Night cometh where no man can work. Mm -hmm. This is the, the period when the, 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 the night comes and no, no one can work. This is the same thing that Jesus spoke about when he spoke about the ten virgins. Both the wise virgins and the foolish virgins, mm -hmm. they all went to sleep mm -hmm. and wait for the midnight cry. That means there is a period that we're going to be waiting for the rest of the brethren to get cleaned up and get ready. Once they're cleaned up and ready, the trumpet will sound and we will all together be caught you, up to meet the Lord in the air. You and I have talked about we're going to do a study on the, the final seals. You've already done one on one, two, and three, but we're going to do one on four and five and six and possibly seven. 
I've heard you talk before about this is what the fifth seal is. They're being purified. Many of them will be beheaded. It says if into captivity they must go, if they must die by the sword, they're going to die by the sword. That's that refining and purification that you're talking about. Is that the same, the fifth seal? You see, the fourth seal released the Antichrist system. The dragon the started, dragon, as you just said. Yeah, September okay. 15, 2020. Exactly. That, that period began, and it leads to the 2 billion people dead. Yes. Then after 2 billion people dead, we come to the persecution of the church, the saints. Through the New World uh, Order. Through the New World Order. So they start persecuting them, and the, the, the fifth seal is opened, and when the fifth seal is opened, the souls of those who have been beheaded are already in heaven mm -hmm. because they have been beheaded for their testimony, mm -hmm. the testimony of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And that's why the fourth seal opens the Antichrist, the persecution, and then after the two billion people dead, the new world order comes in, begins to, 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 to hunt out Christians because this demonic satanic kingdom of the antichrist is one agenda the eradication of christians and chasing them finding them killing them but those whom god has put a seal upon Hallelujah. as overcomers will not be touched by the antichrist because god's putting a seal on the overcomers mm. and those who are sealed for salvation and those who are sealed to go into captivity and those who are who are sealed to to be beheaded, will be beheaded. All those decisions are not the Antichrist's decisions. These are God's decisions. God will not give the Antichrist the control of this planet. He won't give the devil the right to kill any of God's children that are walking in victory. He has no power. He has no authority. He can do nothing. Come on. God is the one who gives the list. That's why when they cry out to Jesus, do you want to read that? When they cry out to the Lord, there is an answer. He answers them yes, because they're, they're he tells saying, them. God, when are you going to revenge our blood? Look what that Antichrist is doing. Look what's happening. We've been beheaded. So when are you going to do something? Let's find that from Scripture. Okay, so this is a nugget he's given you of a teaching that's coming up in a couple of weeks on the four, fifth, six seals. Here we go, the fifth seal. Revelation uh, 6, verse 9, when he opened the fifth seal. I saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain because of the word of God and their testimony they maintained. They cried out in a loud voice, How long, sovereign Lord, holy and true, until you judge the inhabitants of the earth and avenge our blood? Then each of them was given a white robe and told, Wait a little bit longer until the number of their fellow servants and brothers who were to be killed as they had was complete. Now we're talking about God who says, I got the list, they're not all here. <laughs> the ones that I permitted the Antichrist, the New World Order, mm. to put them through the fire of cleansing. Mm -hmm. They're not yet here. We've got to wait a, a little bit. Hear me. The devil and the Antichrist, they have no absolute power over the church. Mm. We have the power. Only the power that God will give him. I will go deeper into this mm -hmm. in, in, in the future, you know, a teaching that we're going to do together, but let me just say this to you, that God wants you to be clear, because my people perish for lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge. <laughs> so we are passionate. Uh, I I get passionate because <laughs> yes, you do. Because God, God really loves you, and 
I, I want you not to be deceived and mm. lose your salvation mm. by yielding to the Antichrist and taking his number, thinking the, 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 this cannot be the number of the beast because the church has not been raptured. I'm making sure that you understand that Amen. these things have already begun because we are in the 70th week of Daniel and that if ever there's a time and a people that needs to know this is you because you're living through the, the great tribulation. You're here in it. It mm -hmm. has already begun. So you need to be clear and very clear because your future and your eternity depends upon it. Amen. That's why we get, I get passionate and my friend here, and <laughs> we, Ooh, I love it, it. it's because we love you. And why? Because God loves you. We don't want the devil to cheat you of your inheritance and cheat <sighs> you of your eternity and, and rob you, sell your birthright like Esau. When he realized what he'd done, it was too late. So I, we don't want you to be deceived because you don't know the sequence of events. So we're trying to show you from the Bible the sequence of events. Jesus said immediately after the tribulation, mm -hmm. this is what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. The wrath of God is going to come. And the, the sun will be darkened. The moon will be turned into blood. And the stars will fall from heaven. And the kings of the earth will cry out because now they say the wrath of God has come. Mm -hmm. So we know the sequence. The Bible is clear. It tells us the sequence of events. So anyone who tells you that the tribulation is the wrath of God is lying. Because the scripture says Amen. it's the wrath, wrath of the dragon. dragon. It's not the wrath of God. Mm. The Bible doesn't say we are not appointed unto the wrath of the dragon. We are the object of the wrath of the dragon. Mm -hmm. That is why we as a people of God need to be able to discern the truth and understand the truth. So that to, the truth will set us free from the lies and the deception. Two more minutes, real quick. It makes sense to me that the wrath of the dragon is to wipe out the Edemic seed. That's why we're still here during that time. There's no need to be here during the wrath of God because the Edemic seed, we're all already raptured and gone to heaven. Now, <laughs> oh, you got, Andy, two minutes, Andy, two minutes. I know Andy, that could be an Andy, Andy, hour, two minutes. <laughs> Two minutes, is it? Mean, um, uh, all right, end? all right, all right, all, all right, all right, Andy. Yeah, here is the simple, uh, I am summarizing. The church will be gone, the sense. And after, immediately after the, the church is gone, God will judge all the Nephilim, the, um, the seed of Satan and the wicked. Mm -hmm. And that uh, is going to be the focus of the battle of Armageddon. Mm -hmm. Where billions and billions of people from all over the world will be gathered there in the valley of Megiddo. Mm -hmm. And God will judge them. The most of those people are indeed Nephilim. Mm -hmm. uh, because they are more Nephilim today than they are the seed of mm -hmm. Adam. A lot more. Um, you say, oh, oh wait, wait, wait a minute, I, I, I never heard that. Well, you did. Mm -hmm. as, it was. as it was in the days of Noah. Mm. The reptilian, or which I call reptilian, Nephilim, the, 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 um, the children of the fallen angels, mm -hmm. that seed, not the seed of God, they are among us. They look like us, they talk like us, they live like us, they go to school like us. Mm -hmm. they, they, they are humans, but they are not Adamic humans. 
So all those gods going to gather that seed of Satan in the valley of Megiddo. And he's going to destroy them. Why? Because when Jesus comes back to rule on the earth for a thousand years, they will not be the seed of Satan Amen. in the millennium. Amen. And Jesus says, I know my own. Mm -hmm. I know the seed of Adam. He's going to preserve the seed of Adam. And the seed of Adam is going to go through the a thousand years of the reign of Christ on this planet. I'm talking about not born again. I'm talking about just the Adamic pure, Adamic pure bloods. Gonna, they, a lot of them gonna survive. The wicked will be wiped out. And the millennium is gonna be a time in which God's gonna reboot the earth a paradise again, beautiful, glorious, and wonderful. And we, the the overcomers, ruling they, 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 we will be ruling and reigning together with Christ in the millennium Amen. for a thousand years. Hallelujah. We'll rule with him, but the issue of the Nephilim, <laughs> reptilians, they'll be gone. Amen. That's why we're coming back. Mm. We're going to get... <laughs> Our rewards, Amen. the wedding feast, mm. then after that, seven years later, we'll come right back here to rule together with Christ. Hallelujah. What a glorious day that will be. Hallelujah. This has been good. You don't have to believe it, but the scripture clearly indicates two different wraths, a wrath of the dragon and a wrath of God. Share this with your family, your friends, your pastors, your Sunday school, your enemies. Share it with them. Maybe this is something that shakes them up to cause them to say, you know what, I want what you know. I want to be a child of God. I want to accept Jesus. In fact, in a minute, I'm going to have Dr. Murray offer you that salvation right now that's available to everyone here. But first, if you want to know what we're doing here at Good News World, you can go to this website, this link, Put in your email address and we'll email you everything that we're doing here at our radio station, WRNO, at Good News World and our Q&As. If you want to donate, we ask that you pray about donating your tithes, your offerings, your gifts, whatever you have. Pray about that. God loves a cheerful giver. You can donate two ways to this ministry, to these Q&As. You can go to this web link and hit the donate button and put in your credit card information. And as, again, give as God tells you to give. You can write a check. Money order, cashier's check, make them out to Good News World, and you can mail those to the P.O. box that you see at the bottom of your screen right now. We're excited about what's up and coming. You don't want to miss what's up and coming. We know that God has laid on our hearts something very special to help people understand, again, the times that we're in, the final Shemitah, the last days that we're in. We're going to do a two-part teaching on that starting next week. So join us then. For now... Close us in, and, and if anybody doesn't know Jesus, uh, yeah. tell them how easy it is. You're saying, you know, we're living at the beginning of sorrows, the beginning of, you know, the, the end, and I don't know Jesus. I don't know where I'm going to spend in eternity. Please help me. I don't want to go and spend an eternity in the local fire. Mm. I want to spend an eternity with God. If that's your prayer, that's your heart. Pray with me. Lord Jesus, mm. come into my heart. 
Be my Lord and Savior. Cleanse me of all sin. Forgive all my sins, Father. From this day forth, I want you to guide and to lead me and to write my name in the book of life. I ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. You know, you have received Jesus and he, he already received you. So be blessed. Let us know. And just go with God. We are living in the last days. Amen.